Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. Are you a marketing manager wanting to excel at your job and climb the career ladder? Or maybe you don't know where to start when it comes to working your way up. Well, this is the episode for you. There's some, some more sort of generic advice of doing a good job in a company, so it, it's useful for anyone who wants to do well in this. This episode can basically be used as how to be good at any job and rapidly <laughs> rapidly climb the career ladder. Yeah. I think a lot of it is... Um, yeah, can be transferred over to other industries and stuff. This episode is jam-packed full of first-hand knowledge of what it takes to stand out in your team from two veterans in the game and current employers in the marketing world. I think that is another thing that really makes someone stand out in their role. And every every good business should have this as an objective. And Lloyd drops his number one tip for anyone looking to stand out within a large organisation. Even if it has been outlined vaguely, I think really deeply understanding what's the most important thing for the business right now? What could I do where they would be in a year's time be like, wow, they've achieved that and that has really helped us. Now, before we dive in, we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, Adobe Express. Adobe Express allows you to quickly and easily create standout social graphics, logos, flyers and more for web and mobile. Click the link in the description to try Adobe Express today. Right, let's get stuck in. This is episode 121 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. How can a marketing manager do a brilliant job in their role and rapidly climb up the marketing career ladder, Dan? Again, Lloyd, that's a really good question. And luckily, we recently hired a really great marketing manager. And I put a lot of time and effort into coming up with a whole guide for them to help them do brilliantly in their job, which is why this is a very handy episode for us, because I'm going to share all that hard work that was put into that guide so that it's useful to the viewers and listeners. Great. Well, I look forward to hearing how people can rapidly climb the masking career ladder. Well, yeah, you want to make it sound interesting, Lloyd. We want to make it sound rapid, don't we? <laughs> don't want to slowly climb a career. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, there's there's lots of... Um, there's lots like... Do, putting this guide together really made me think about this in a lot of detail. I think I'd never previously thought, how can I really support one of our team is in our marketing team to do a great job. And this actually made me like really think about it and get it down on paper in detail. So I'm hoping that if there's, if you're a marketing manager and you're listening to this, obviously this is very relevant, but if you work in marketing at all, this will be relevant. Also, if you do just want to do a good job and um, there's, there's some, some more sort of generic advice of doing a good job in a company. So it, it's useful for anyone who wants to do having, one. having read all of the notes for this episode as well. I actually think a load of this is this this episode can basically be used as how to be good at any job and rapidly <laughs> rapidly climb the career ladder. Yeah. I think a lot of it is um yeah, can be transferred over to other industries and stuff. Mm. I don't know if you will be listening to the Business Anchors podcast if you're not in the marketing world, but I do yeah. think it's is relevant. So there's a few key headings that we're going to dive into. Shall I give those? Please give those headings. Cool. So first of all, the first one is about understanding your responsibilities and your goals or objectives. Mm -hmm. The next one is effective time management and improving efficiency. Sexy. Then we've got measuring success and making improvements. Then being proactive. 
and then being bold, which sounds really cringy. Oh, but... <laughs> that, is, that is a cringy one. I look forward to that part. I couldn't think of a better way of like communicating what I was trying to say. That's good to know that it, <laughs> you didn't want to say that. You just couldn't think of anything better. Thank you for preparing this episode so well. Yeah. So I'm, I'll tell you what, Dan. This whole episode, I'm going to be being bold. <laughs> I just, right. I want to. It's going to be one of those episodes. I want to climb the ladder. <laughs> I'm going to be bold. One of those episodes where you add very little, but you just take the piss out of me, so you make it difficult to me for me to communicate my ideas. Sounds bold to me. <laughs> um. So the first heading or the thing that we're going to focus on, if you want to do a really good job in your role, is about understanding your responsibilities and your goals. Now I know. This sounds really simple, but for you to do a good job, you need to understand what is required to do a good job and what you're aiming towards. Now, if you work for a good company, hopefully they've outlined this for you. You Mm -hmm. know, in your induction, they'll communicate like, this is what you're responsible for. We want you to do X, Y, Z and achieve X, Y, Z. Um, But if they haven't, I think it's really important for you to either speak to your like line manager or whoever's uh, you you go to speak to and ask them, what are my goals and what are my objectives and what am I aiming towards and what are my responsibilities? I think even if it has been outlined as well, having the conversation and saying, what are actually the most important things? Like if you, if in a year's time you were to say, oh, this person has smashed it in their role because they've achieved this, this, and this. I think finding out from your line manager and just finding out for the business in general what those things are is really important. And I think even even if it has been outlined vaguely, yeah. I think really deeply understanding what's the most important thing for the business right now? What could I do where they would be in a year's time be like, wow, they've achieved yeah. that and that has really helped us? I think this has made me think of another point actually is ask shitloads of questions i think sometimes and i felt like this before sometimes you can feel like um i've got a new job i'm supposed to know everything because i've got the job and when something crops up that you think i don't quite know that and you don't ask because you're scared to then that's worse than actually asking like i i with our new marketing manager and anyone who we're working with closely I love it when they're like asking very detailed questions. Mm. Like you mentioned this, how you do that, but how do you do this and that? Because it, you can tell that they're listening and they want to do a good job. Yep. I never think you're shit, you should know this. I think you're good. You're asking this so you get it right. So definitely ask those questions. Um, and even on this point of understanding your responsibilities and goals, um, if they haven't set out any, you could even be proactive and think of your own. As well, like they yeah. may... I think if you haven't got any goals or they there's nowhere that they can sort of say, oh, you need to be supporting us to do this. I definitely think ask for those. And well, it... I mean, not ask for those, actually come yes. up with those and say, okay, if I did this, this and this, would that mm. be something that would be valued? And it might not, they might not have given these to you. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're a shit company. Like the, people get busy and have a lot, like your line manager will have lots of responsibilities. So sometimes they just haven't quite thought of this or, so yeah, even at the start, when we started, we weren't setting this stuff out and we weren't necessarily and shit. And it's really, it's really useful and, and helpful and valuable to have an employee being proactive and coming to you saying, um, I really want to make sure that we're aligned with like what I'm trying to achieve and where we're going. I've set out these things that I think we should, I should aim to achieve in my role. 
is that a good direction you think we should be heading in? And then yes. your line manager or whoever will be like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, well done for this. These two, really good. Yeah, maybe not that one. Uh, aim more for this and that will be valuable. And then you'll have a direction to, to yeah. go. Being proactive is a whole separate area we're going to talk about. But I think that is another thing that really makes someone stand out in their role if they're doing stuff without you asking them mm. to do it. And while you're doing that, be bold. Yes, be bold as well. Oh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> the, next, the next point, effective time management, sounds pretty sexy. So this is actually really sexy, Lloyd. Ooh. <laughs> so to give context, so any good business will be wanting to get the most out of their inverted commas like resource or the people that are working for them. Um, now, some businesses go too far and work their employees into the ground and make them work loads of hours and, and that kind of thing. We're definitely not that type of business. We really want to focus on the time that our employees are working for us mm -hmm. to actually get the most out of what they are doing the time they've got. So, and every every good business should have this as an objective. So anything you can do as part of the team to ensure you're getting more done in the same amount of time or like better work done in the same amount of time is going to really impress your company because it, yeah, that's what they're... Something that's good here as well. You may think, well, I've only got so much time in a day. That's all I can get done. But actually introducing and implementing new processes can save you and other people in the business time. So it may be that you're thinking, well, there's, there's no more I can do. I'm doing everything I can. But then it's like, oh, actually, as a marketing manager, I'm implementing this process. So we have this 10 minute catch up with these people in the department. Um, and that's going to save the 12, 10 minute conversations we have to have throughout the week that are wasting everyone's time. Exactly. Um, so there's there's new processes you can implement as well that will really people will really value as well if you're helping them in their role or their communication with you with a new process yep. that's going to save everyone everyone time. On that point, in the kind of marketing manager's handbook that I created, one of the key uh, headings was efficiency, and I came up with a whole load of suggestions for how the person can be more efficient. And it was things like looking at tools that can make your life uh, or what you do more efficient, mm -hmm. um, looking at new processes and ways of working, that kind of thing, like you said, Lloyd. This, and this may go into your next point, I'm not sure, but a uh, key part of being efficient is actually stopping doing certain things. Yes. If you're spending your time doing something and you um, come to the realisation, intentionally or unintentionally, that it's not having the desired outcome, mm -hmm. it can be really good to stop doing that. So you could yep. suggest to your manager, I actually spend five hours of my average week on this thing. I don't see us getting the the outcome that we thought we would from that mm -hmm. activity do I have permission to stop that and spend my time on other more useful things? Exactly. And ensuring as well that the goals you've got and uh, the responsibilities are realistic. Because mm -hmm. because sometimes I think and a lot of companies are really trying to squeeze as much as they can out of their employees that sometimes the goals you've been set and your responsibilities are unrealistic for the time you've got. So I, so I think it's a really good idea to look at what you're doing and, and track your time to see what's actually achievable because mm -hmm. it may be right for you to go to your line manager and say, you've set me these goals and objectives. Look at the time I have. It's taken me this long to do that, this long to do that. And I don't think it's realistic. So can we, can we sort of change mm -hmm. this up? Also, in terms of time management, if you, either your company will, will sort of communicate a way of effectively managing your time, but they may not as well. 
Um, so if that is the case, then you, sorry, if they don't communicate that to you, you need to create your own way of effectively managing your time. Now, there's lots of different ways you can do this and there's lots of tools online and resources to help you. Something that we find really effective is like time blocking in our mm -hmm. calendar. So setting out everything you need to do for the week or the month and then blocking out time in your calendar so that you can visually see all the time you have to achieve what you need to achieve. And if you're working in a business or working with colleagues that, that don't have these systems in place and, and aren't as efficient with their time, it's a good thing for you to be the most organized in the room and you to be doing things. And I think what I've seen in this business and in other workplaces is if someone actually starts something themselves, like, oh, I'm actually doing this uh, to manage my time now to be more efficient, mm. it spreads. People will go, oh, that's interesting. Okay, what? And you've yeah. been able to do more because of this. And it kind of spreads throughout the business. So don't be afraid to be bold <laughs> and be the first person to to implement those things. Don't feel like you have to do yeah. what everyone else does around you. And think of the compounding benefit of that, right? So let's just say you uh, you created this new approach, like your company doesn't do time blocking and they just do things based on a to-do list. If you brought that pro process into your business, into their business, sorry, that you work for, and other employees started using it, think of over years, how much time will be saved and the value mm. of that to that company. Mm. Like it could be huge. Yeah. So it's definitely worthwhile being bold and doing it as Lloyd yes. mentioned. Yes. So the next key heading Lloyd and the thing to focus on is me measuring success and making improvements. So a good marketing manager won't just um, suggest things or make changes to what they're doing based on gut feel. Like, oh, I don't, uh, yes, that <laughs> does have what? Good impression of gut feel. <laughs> yeah, oh, that doesn't quite yeah. feel right. <laughs> yes, there is. There is definitely an element of this doesn't quite feel right. Oh. However, you should always be looking to back up your gut feel with data. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when you know whether it's you, whether you're responsible for social media, for writing a podcast, for video marketing, for blogging, whatever it is you're responsible for, email marketing, you should be measuring and tracking the performance of whatever channel you're focusing on and looking at the data to see, is this working as effectively as it should be? And if it isn't, you can then look at the data and think, hmm, our email open rate is fairly low compared to industry standard. Let's try and improve that. And then you can start to suggest ways to improve that based on data. If you want to try new things as well, a lot of people go into a role and there's been things done in a certain way and you're looking at it thinking, I really want to change this, but your colleagues around you or your managers, whatever, might be reluctant to change. If you go to them and just say, oh, I want to change this because I reckon it'd be better. They're probably going to be like, well, no, this is how we do it. You know, I don't really want to change that. If you go to them and say, our email open rate is this percent. Average is 10% higher. My previous employers had an open rate that was 20% higher because we did this, this and this. I'd like to try this, which I think is going to increase the open rate by 18%. And you're going with data, you're going with reasoning. It's going to be very hard for them to say no to that because yeah. it's it's illogical for them to say, you're going to do this thing that you've already proven to improve email mm. open rate. That's what we want to achieve. If they still say no, then that's probably a bit of a toxic place to work because yeah. that's a, not, not a logical yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And again, like Lloyd said earlier, that data is going to show you that you should be stopping doing certain things. So to, just to give you some examples of some recent things we've completely changed or stopped. Um, we now uh, 
have a vertical video first approach, which we've done a whole podcast episode on this before, because looking at the data, the platforms where vertical video is distributed was helping us get more reach, more engagement than other platforms. We've kind of moved to a vertical video first approach. And we've also stopped uh, fully writing out transcripts for our podcasts because um, the time versus benefit wasn't worth it after analyzing the the kind of SEO to our website. There's a whole range of things that we've kind of stopped doing and you need to be looking at the data that you're managing to see what you should be stopped doing as well. Um, next thing, being proactive. Uh, we've already spoken about this based on multiple sort of different topics, mm -hmm. but this is something that can really make you stand out. Don't just do what you're asked to do. Really think about working backwards from your goals and objectives, what can you do to achieve those goals and objectives that hasn't been su suggested? This is something that can really make you stand out, come up with new ideas and ways of doing things. And again, it'll probably take you time to get settled into your role before you start coming up with all these great ideas. Mm -hmm. But once you've sort of got used to what you're doing, start to think of better ways of doing things and that can really make and you stand out. And if any out. of our employees are listening with being proactive, do you, what do you think they should do just, you know, without us expecting to just wash our cars, uh, while we're at work or just bring presents in that you're not expecting being proactive. Yeah, I mean, making, kind of thing. just making coffees and things yeah. that really could be something proactive, proactive whenever you want one. Yeah. Um, but maybe making, maybe making us lunch. <laughs> be proactive. This that isn't a good be. look, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> just examples of what could be proactive in this business. <laughs> the final thing that, um, I'm going to move swiftly on from that. Okay, yeah. The final thing that you keep taking the piss at me for, but mm -hmm. I think is one of the most important points is being bold. Now, what I mean by this is having the confidence to push back um, and like break the norm or push back against things that you're being asked to do if you don't feel that it's right. Again, based on data. So for example, your uh, line manager or your boss may say to you, I want you to spend uh, a day a week writing out the transcript for this uh, podcast episode to post on our on our website, which we were literally doing. Sounds like a terrible idea. Sounds though. like a terrible idea. Well, no, we thought long form text for the SEO benefit would be good. Looking at the data, the time that we were putting into that versus the inbound traffic we were getting from search wasn't worth it. I was quite bold and I pointed that out. So Lloyd, Lloyd was actually quite bold and he pointed <laughs> that out to me that he didn't think that that was a good. And then when I looked at it, I thought, hmm, Lloyd is correct. <laughs> um, but interestingly, I, I had the gut feel that yes. it might not be worth it. And then I was bold yeah. and I said, I don't think it's worth it. Then actually you looked at yeah. the data because like we're saying now, it doesn't make sense to, to mm. just think something and then change something drastic. Yeah. You looked at the data and looking at it together, it's like, actually, well done for being yeah. bold, Lloyd. Yeah. That, that does look like we could spend that time more effectively on other things. Yeah. And also, like, we could go back to doing that if it got even worse. So there's no like there's no negative of trying something new. So for example, Lloyd said, Lloyd said this in the last episode because we always say this, but being very meta. <laughs> um, yes, I knew it would happen. Being very meta. This podcast, business anchors, bingo, take if, it off your list. If you're a business anchors regular, you'll notice that we have Knowlton Nuggets, which are short audio snippets from from full podcasts. We really were releasing one of those every Monday and a full full podcast every Thursday. Looking at the data, we don't believe that 
releasing a Knowlton Nugget is worthwhile. Hashtag bold. So we're being bold and we're doing like a three month test to to not release a Knowlton Nugget every week and just release a full episode. And we can look at the data and see how that impacts the total total time you guys are listening to this podcast and our number of downloads. And we're going to see how it works. Can I uh, be very meta? Yeah. Listeners, if you particularly like or don't like or listen to all of them or don't listen to any of them with the Knowlton Nuggets, can you let us know? Because we are, we are doing an experiment and we are trying to work out what mm. you guys like and don't like. So yeah. let us know. Yeah. So hopefully that's some good advice there. Lloyd, do you have any <coughs> tips for listeners who are looking to excel in their marketing role? Just be as bold as you can be <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> no, no. Uh, <coughs> oh excuse me uh so right just yeah briefly i think the most important thing is you mentioned at the start understanding what it what your goals are and what what you need to achieve if you understand that and work towards that constantly hmm. if the most important thing for you to say for us and our marketing manager is like we just want to reach far more people than we do now and that's, I know that's vague, mm. but you can put all your efforts into that. And then at the end of the year, being like, we've reached 12 times the amount of people mm. we did before. That's I, what you wanted me to do. I've yeah, done that's it. what you wanted me I'm to good. do. I've done it. I've not only done it, but I've, I've done it really well. Mm. And it's got crazily good results. Mm. Can you please pay me more, promote <laughs> me, support me in my future decision making? Because I've shown you that I can really have a positive effect. It just gives you all the things you would want in that role to be able to achieve bigger and better things. I think understanding what people want from you and just going all in that and yeah. using the data to back everything up is so important. Yeah. Just summarizing so, what you've said and be bold. It sounds really simple when you actually talk about it, but yeah, this is the stuff that will work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially being bold. Yeah. I hate you. Okay. Um, cool. So that's, that's everything I have to share. Anything else from you Lloyd? No, I don't think so. Are you going to make a joke about being bold? No, before? no, not at all. I would not do that. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing your ears next, next week. week. Be bold.